0: Welcome to the $7 Trillion Ideas to Save the World podcast. I'm your host, Nika Moini. I'm a master's in international affairs student in international economic policy, with a focus on development financing at Carleton University. I'm also a community leader, advocate of youth entrepreneurship, and author of Careers in International Relations, Generation Z's Guide to Global Citizenship. You may have found this podcast through your interest in development finance or just ideas to make the world a better place. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the $7 Trillion Ideas to Save the World podcast. Today, we have an exciting guest here with us, Boris from Impact Finance, where he is the head of business development, and he's going to tell us about his story as well as the role that Impact Finance is taking in terms of bringing capital to where it's needed. So thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. It's great.
0: Awesome. So let's get started with just telling us a little bit about your background and what
1: you do. Sure. Um, so I started my career at uh, ING Bank in my native country of Belgium. Um, I did a bunch of different things there in the commercial banking unit, but uh, kind of quickly realized it wasn't really for me and I, I always felt like I needed more. Um, so after I did a little bit of a soul searching and I discovered um, social entrepreneurship and I thought it was, it was brilliant. Um, I left for, then I, after, after uh, sort of a while at ING, I left for, for India to work at uh, Pollinate Energy. Uh, it's a social enterprise and uh, we sold solar lights to people living in, in urban slums um, that don't have access to electricity. And that experience really changed my life. Um, kind of made me realize how privileged I am and you know that it's that it's also totally possible for me to to do something that can actually help and and not really in the traditional charity way but really applying kind of business concepts to make a difference. Um, so after that I decided to move to Canada to come back to my partner's family and I was looking for something that combined you know, both my experience in finance and my passion for social entrepreneurship. And that's where I met um, Paul Allard and Tim Gro at the Social Finance Forum in Toronto in 2016. Um, and I kind of fell in love with the with the project, with Impact Finance. So, um, so I guess uh, I should say a few words about Impact as well, about what we do. Um, Impact's mission is to um, put... Finance and capital back um, to the service of um, the the real economy that ha- that has a positive social environmental impact, um, and we, we so we started in in, in 2016 and and uh, we're only coming out with a, with our product now. we, we had a few changes in in direction since then but the where we're doing um essentially what we're launching this september is a is an app it's a marketplace um, that consumers can access and when they sign up they get access to basically a marketplace of companies with a positive uh, social or environmental impact um and and more than that is when Consumers download uh, the app, they, they link their bank accounts and other kind of PIM methods to it. And doing that, we can trace other payments. And we know, therefore, that when they spend with a company on the marketplace, we know it and we can issue a reward in an um, Impact Coin. Impact Coin is a cryptocurrency coded for social impact that we launched uh, last year uh, through the first. Um, ICO that was issued with the consent of any securities commissions in, in North America, uh, which was, uh, which was quite important for us because we wanted to, you know, get away from the the sort of stigma that cryptocurrencies have that is, you know, there's, there's a lot of speculation and fraud and, and, the, and so forth. So for us being regulated was um, uh, and it's still a way to, you know, there's, there's, we do a lot of things against fraud. We do a lot of things. We do a lot of know your client, a lot of anti money, anti money laundering, laundering. Sorry, um, uh, and and we do a lot of things to, to avoid speculation and that sort of thing. So, um, and and the impact coin is the goal of it is is really to use it as a as a complementary currency to grow again. Come back to mission to grow the impact economy. So I don't know if that was clear or not, but, um, but yeah, that's what we do.
0: Great, that's really cool actually. What, what an innovative way of, uh, <laughs> of using cryptocurrency. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So can you give us an idea of like what are the types of companies that are um, going to be available for people to invest in?
1: Yeah, um, so just to, just to be clear, the 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 first step is really for people to be able to buy in products and services not specifically to invest um we're, we are looking at how people can invest in those companies but that would that would be a second step uh we're launching our pilot in september and then this year and then um you know probably the investing part will come later probably you know, two thousand nineteen, or or even two thousand twenty. You know, it's not, it's not exactly fixed in the roadmap yet. But um, but yeah. So so the companies um, really, we look at their intention, what their mission is. Um, and that's that's really the main criteria. It has to be built in the core of the company to have a positive social or environmental impact, and it, it has to be linked to one of the seventeen uh, UN SDGs. The company should have some sort of measure of its impact, which is always a bit of a challenge is measure impact is hard. Um, and yeah, we're structure agnostic. So for profits, nonprofits and anything in between is fine. Um, and yeah, there's, there's really two ways for us to, in a business can have a positive impact. The first is looking at it, its products or services. If they offer a solution to, a to a societal issue it's trying to solve. Um, let's take an example of you know, climate change. For example, there's a ton of companies making great products to, to slow down or even reverse climate change. Or another example I particularly love is, is, um, is a company in Toronto called Good for Delivery. Their mission is to create employment opportunities for people with, um, with development disabilities. And they do that by getting those people to deliver goods on public transit. Um and then the second uh way business can have a positive impact is when a business's practices and processes contribute positively to a cause. So uh an example would be <clears throat> I don't know, shoemaking company. Oh yeah, we um we have one on the the marketplace called Nay Vegan, for example. It's it's nothing the shoemaking company aspect is nothing really, you know out of the ordinary but when you dig a bit deeper start looking at how they make their shoes you realize they use for example um this this specific one uses vegan leather made from pineapple fibers um, which is which is really great and the rest of the materials are recycled and um and uh and that kind of thing so yeah those two ways um obviously even you know you can you can the best of the best is when people do both um but that's kind of the the, the exam, some examples of, of companies that, um, that are or will be on the marketplace.
0: Right, and are you focusing on a particular location, like just North American companies or European companies, or how Like how are you, um, like what's the process for them to apply to be a part of this?
1: Mm. Yeah, um, the, we're focusing, we're st- doing a pilot in Montreal and Toronto, because that's where we are this uh so in september um in the fall and uh after that really it's it's uh we're open for the world it's it's a model that's quite easily replicable all we need is is companies to to sign up uh we're we're going to do some you know sort of more targeted efforts in in some areas where we we see some more interest or we we know there are more of those companies for example we um, you know in in paris there's, there's, the impact economy is quite big and growing cities like new york san francisco um, london in the u k um, that that sort of that sort of big sort of hubs um, and the process for companies to sign up is is fairly easy um, it 's a fifteen minute uh, two step process sorry the first step is fifteen minutes it 's sort sort of declarative questionnaire and the second step is is Half an hour to 45 minutes, Um, and we asked questions related to impact. Um, We actually based our questionnaires on the Impact Management Project, which is an initiative in impact investing backed by a thousand really large organizations, such as um, Ford Foundation, Rockefeller Foundation, BlackRock, etc. And they built a framework for impact measurement, looking at five dimensions uh, to which we added one. Um, The five dimensions are. the what, so what, what does the company do and what outcomes are produce, produced, uh, how much, uh, so really trying to understand how significant the effect is in a given period of time and how deep the impact is, how many people the organization touches, etc. Um, obviously the who, uh, so who the benef- beneficiaries are of the impact, uh, which could be people with vulnerability, vulnerabilities or people uh, or the planet, for, for instance what the contribution of the businesses versus what is likely to happen anyway. Um, and finally, what the impact risk is. So how likely the outcome is to be different from what we expect. And so, yeah, we apply that framework and coded it into that, that two step questionnaire that I was mentioning and um, companies uh, need to answer that when they sign up to the marketplace and then uh, using, AI, spot checks and, and crowdsourcing, we sort of verify what the company has declared to avoid uh, abuse. So, um, so that's it.
0: That's awesome. And something I'm wondering is, can a model like this work in the developing world as well? Because I know you have experience in India, and you know, just like from what you've seen um, in terms of this kind of space in the developing world, do you think that's something that they can explore?
1: um i would I would love for that, to, yes, to be applicable we're obviously focusing as you noticed our efforts on on places um in more um fortunate countries but the the um the model is is totally applicable there are in developing countries such as india for example where i live there there are a a a lot of social enterprises that are doing amazing amazing work and that are are selling products and services locally and internationally. So um, you, you know there are, there is of course a lot of potential for for that. the 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 the, the research we've done shows that um, uh, people in developing market in developed markets sorry are probably more inclined to buy in these kind of businesses. Um, there, there is often, but not always, a sort of a little price premium that comes with um, with doing such business. We're trying to, um, you know, our thesis, is that you, there's obviously no need for, not always need for that price premium. Um, and if that's the case, you know, uh, it's very much possible to, uh, to do business in, in developing countries like that. So, yeah
0: very interesting so i'm just going to ask you a couple questions about like what you think is missing in terms of um in terms of really being able to drive finance to the sustainable development goals. so Mm -hmm. you know i know you worked in traditional banking in the past so what do you think Mm -hmm. i know some banks you know are making a shift towards having more of an impact lens towards their work but what do you think is stopping this from being implemented everywhere
1: that's interesting. Yeah. We, um, so I don't know if you know this and I didn't mention, but originally impact there's the word finance in our name. And, and we, um, we started off by really, uh, we, we want to, to revolutionize the way banking is done. That's, that's something we want to get to. And, and, um, and so we, we, you know, the, the roadmap for us is from having a knee wallet like what the app the marketplace is basically linked to knee wallet right um and where people can make payments etc. try and, and from there to um you know offering savings products and and investing products and then when you reach a critical mass you know getting a, b- a banking license and offering banking products that's that's sort of our sort of long-term uh, strategy um and yeah it, it I think, so to answer your question, I think really what it, it comes down to us, to the people. If we, I think, don't tell our banks and pension funds that we want these kinds of investments that, you know, are having a positive impact, they're not going to do it. Um, These large institutions are, you know, built to manage risk. And they're also very large, so they're slow to change, uh, right? So it will take time for them to adapt. But... Um, and it also took time for kind of the studies to come out showing that these kind of investments are actually not more risky or they don't have a low return. Like most people think, still think they are, um, but that they, they're actually less risky and they can have a market rate or even higher uh, return. And, and that makes perfect sense. If you think about it, these companies we're talking about are tackling huge environmental and social challenges mm-hmm. and bringing, great solutions to solve them. So of course they're going to succeed versus a company that actually makes those problems worse. Um, and where your pension fund, for example, and, and half your portfolio is in real estate, why would you keep investing in fossil fuels when you know that that's just gonna make your real estate portfolio more risky and prone to floods, hurricanes, fires, whatever. Um, so I think it, you know, it took some time but we're getting there we're seeing huge amount of huge amounts of money moving to the space and that's really great impact investing is growing uh, double digits every year and it's um, everyone's talking about some form of impact some form of of impact investing via you know ESG on the on the very sort of um, on the on the very um, how would you say that not less advanced let's say side and and all the way to to real impact investing, um, but uh, everyone's talking about. It. If you talk to to banks, to pension fund managers, they 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 all know what ESG is very well. They all apply some sort of ESG investing criteria. Um, some are more advanced than others, obviously, but but yeah, it's um, It's happening.
0: Amazing. It's good to hear that. (laughs) And then the very last question, which I ask everyone on the podcast is, what else do you think is needed to close the funding gap for the SDGs? So is it policy? Is it more awareness and advocacy? Like if you had a magic wand and you could make, you know, any action kind of happen, what do you think is needed?
1: Yeah. Good question. I would, I would think about, again, coming back to, to us, to citizens, to people, I think if we can be more careful about how we spend our money, kind of, you know, vote with your dollar kind of thinking, um, large corporations, and this includes, you know, pe- make corporations that make products for services or, uh, you know, corporations that invest your money, they will only change when they see the numbers on their dashboard change. Um, if you still want to shop at H&M, that's fine, but I would say, you know, buy their conscious collections, for instance, or buy the new Adidas ocean plastic shoes. And if these products are successes and companies will make more of them, other companies will start doing the same thing. And before you know it, you know, it's going to become the norm. If you invest your money in robo advisor, a lot of them nowadays have a socially responsible investing. Um, product that you can invest in. and again, um, it's, it's supply and it's demand that I think is going to drive big change. Um, if you If you want the big money to move, which is what's needed, the pension funds, the asset managers, um, that starts with people telling them to move. Talk to your financial advisors. And if you don't have one, so as I said, go to ro- there's lots of Robo advisors that have SRI options um, and you know they're not perfect. Um, by any any standards, but they're, they're they're a step in the right direction, and uh, they'll they'll get they can only get better. So that's that's what I think is is missing.
0: Awesome! Thank you so much for all of your insights that you shared with us. If people want to learn more about impact finance, where can they get more information?
1: Yeah, um, we're we're everywhere online. Obviously, um, the website is. Impact so I M P A K dot eco E C O, um, and uh, you know I invite everyone when you uh, to sign up and, and create an account. You uh, you get ten impact coin, uh, which is exciting. It's a cryptocurrency. You can play around with it uh, and uh, and buy some I don't know zero waste fair trade coffee or or. Um, or whatever um you you want to with it on on the marketplace um when it opens um and um so yeah impact finance uh on on facebook twitter as well uh instagram um just search impak and usually you'll get there
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for taking the time to this interview and we hope everyone who's listening enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to share it with someone who would find this content interesting and thanks for listening.
1: Thank you so much, Nika, for having me.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the $7 trillion Ideas to Save the World podcast. If you know someone who would love listening to this content, make sure to send it over to them so they too can learn about it. And together, let's change the world.